nervous. Hey, welcome to Guys Without Capes. Mark, you're cute. <laughs> Mark, it's your cute. Hey. <laughs> it's Mark. I'm Tim. And I'm Justin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to week five of Guys Without Capes, your weekly rewatch of Smallville. Small Bill, Smallville. Kill Bill. Uh, if you're into the nostalgia that is Smallville, you've come to the right place. Um, if you're here for the first time, welcome. Uh, this is episode five of Smallville, season one, called Cool. Uh, I'm Justin. I'm joined by my friends here, Tim and Mark. Uh, we are three friends who met in Vancouver, and now two thirds of us live in Alberta. So welcome. You left me. <laughs> no, you stayed without us. Does that make sense? <laughs> I was waiting for you to cue me so I could say, "Ice to see you." <laughs> we didn't get as many uh, ice puns as we thought. There were a few in there, but uh, how was your guys' week? Uh, COVID quarantine week six, seven, something like that. I can't believe it's May. Uh, no, it's it's good on this end. The weather's good. Actually, no, it like I mean, it's been raining. It's been typical Vancouver weather. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it looks sunny in Calgs. How is it there in YYC? Uh, for me, uh, saying it's May, it's the fifth month, which is almost half the year's done. And uh, I think a lot of people are done with twenty twenty. someone needs to unplug it replug it in yeah basically just a bit of a hard hard restart or whatever uh yeah week's okay uh looking forward to i don't know what's there looking forward to monday (laughs) uh i think some things are gonna be what what i think like uh Golf courses for the rich are uh, opening up this. It's already, time. I think it's open already. Is it? It's open here, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Vancouver. Okay. Well, there you go. I've done like seven rounds already. It's great. <laughs> I'm just, I don't golf. I'm joking. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, I don't know what to look forward to, like, and how this is all going to pan out. I, I went to Costco today, and uh, I was number fifteen, and I got in the first round. What but time I, did you have to go there? I showed up an hour before it opened. Wow. An, an hour? hour? Yeah, an hour before it opened because I was like, I need to get in first thing. Wow. Sharon's son. And then uh, as people started to pile in, I counted in the line. It was like a snake line and it was like 50 people behind me before before 10 o'clock. No, 9 o'clock. Before 9 o'clock. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you, Mark. Finding it harder to um, kind of wait on exciting things, but we have this podcast that we can look forward to. I was just about to say, everybody can look forward to this podcast, Mark. That's true. I'm looking at you, Chris. Shout you out, Chris. (laughs) There's a shout out there. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's like, uh, let's jump into this episode of cool. Um, and uh, we're going to start, uh, as we do every week, the best parts. I think Tim's going to start us off. Yeah, starting at the best part. Uh, I think the best part in this one was um, 
it was nice to see the development of the freak of the week just so that you can develop or just make or make some connection, build some empathy for the character. Though I thought that this character was very, very flat. Um, Sean, uh, I, I thought it was cool. I'm, I'm always one for origin stories. So it was nice to see that build up. Nice to see that type of episode kind of coming out. I guess one thing that I'm looking forward to is the multi arc, um, uh, multi arc or multi episode arc. So um, I think that's uh, that's coming on the way. But this is uh, this is nice to develop uh, develop stories, and so I, that, that's one of the best parts for me. Uh, you know, best parts this uh, round. Uh, let me see. What was it? Um... Clark and Lana, that story, you know, I was just kind of, I think I had a nostalgic feeling of like me being, well, what, I was like 20 during this time. So like Clark gets his shot, right? This is his his turn to uh, impress uh, Lana as well as I think, uh, well, that like little bit of a, a trio there because you got Chloe also crushing on Clark, Lana oblivious, you know, just everyone's obsessed. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it, it was just all these like pushes, like it was almost like you could just forget about the villain at this point because we're progressing with the story. Um, Lex, Jonathan, Martha, and even my man, Pete Ross. He got <laughs> So it was more about the character pushes and uh, less about this freak of the week, creature of the week, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I'm totally on board. Three for three with the character development. Um, you know, love watching. Uh, they gave, I think, Chloe a lot of uh, screen time this week, too. And just, like, love what the char- her character uh, in terms of um, some really, you know, she, we know she's a good reporter. We know that she'll try to get the truth. But uh, she does not take crap from anybody. And so I, I really like that. And uh, as mentioned, uh, Pete getting more screen time. Have you seen this guy's Instagram, Sam Jones the Third? No, I think he's, we were talking yeah. off offline last week. And he is like, a beast. He's a yeah, beast. beast mode. So give him a follow there. Um, you know, if you want to see workout stuff. What's, but what's your yeah. name? Kevin Hart Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Wow. The hilarious thing is that um, when editing, I listen to all this at 1.8 times. And so it's like the chipmunks giving their hot takes on Smallville. <laughs> and like whenever just someone like cracks a joke and there's laughter, it just it, like I, I, I stop. Yeah. I stop and I laugh. It, it's hilarious. I love it. So keep the jokes coming, guys. <laughs> That'll be for our patrons, the uh, the faster, <laughs> the one point eight, the one point eight, <laughs> not one point five, not two, one point eight. If you it's donate, like one point seven eight. If you donate two dollars, you get the one point eight version. Yeah, yeah. the one point yeah. eight. Everything's two bucks. All right, just, <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna delve into some of the storylines uh, here in just a bit. Uh, let's talk about the worst parts. Uh, worst parts, you know, I, okay, well, 
one, it's not in my notes, but like just Sean, like, uh, I don't know, man. Like what, what, like, I think Tim, you mentioned this earlier, you know, we got to see the creation of the freak of the week. This, this episode. Thanks Whitney for that one. Um, but I don't know. I think what really just irked me this episode was Jonathan Kent and Lex Luthor. Anytime they're on screen, it was like, what's going on here, man? Like the chemistry is off between, uh, what's his name? John Schneider and Michael Rosenbaum. Like there's supposed to be some hatred, but like, it was more like, I don't know, just poor either. Is it poor writing or is it like just not good chemistry between the two? Um, yeah, I just I didn't I couldn't I didn't buy it. And uh did anyone notice like boozy Jonathan drinking the bourbon? Like <laughs> reloading off of Probably the good stuff, so why not? I guess. But, you know, like you hate the guy yet you're well, I guess there's there's jerks like that out there. Go to a party you hate and you freeload on their bourbon or whatever they were drinking. Anyways, that's there. sort of like my my thing, right? Jonathan letting a little loose, but yeah. John Schneider, Mike Rosenbaum. I didn't really like what was going on there this episode. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't write. I didn't write much in my notes because I totally forgot to fill it in. Because I'm like, what am I going to choose? There's a lot to choose from. Uh, yeah, Sean Kelvin, the character itself. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I'll, I'll go into it more on the villains, but I just, yeah, I really struggled with the. I, I enjoyed seeing the other characters but the storyline to me seemed kind of choppy um and it just it it didn't flow as well like I, I caught myself even at one point checking how much time was left <laughs> i was like how much more <laughs> do i have to to go through this um so yeah I, the overall storyline uh didn't really cut it to me but if the intention was to push forward some of our um supporting characters here then then I, I, i'm okay with that yeah, no, I, I I think I felt that way too. I think often when I have to check the time to see how much time is left, it's because like something's off with the pacing or something's off with, I guess, just the way that they capture att- your attention. So I, I, I feel you on that. I think um, one one thing that I want to bring out here is that when uh, when Lana and Pete have their moment uh, inside the cafe, there was something that was done by the director of photography, which was completely distracting. And this is a nerdy thing on my part, but I just want to pick this apart. Um, you, you'll probably notice this when you see it, uh, because once once you once uh, once it's kind of out there um, and uh, in your attention, it's it's hard to not see. Uh, but uh, they chose like a low aperture for the camera, and it created some really distracting bokeh in the background. And so this is a completely nerdy thing, but I like all I could see was just balls of light in the background and then just super, it was like portrait mode. Is that the terminology? Bokeh? Yeah. Bokeh. Yeah. It's a Japanese term. Can you like um, post that on our Instagram? So totally. Yeah. I will will post the screenshot of, uh, of that, but yeah, it was super distracting and it's like, I, I, I think I'm going to have to find a cell phone that does bokeh like this because it, it was, it was awful. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's one of the challenges of shooting in the dark. Um, but, uh, but yeah, 
one of the just nerding out on the worst part um in my opinion <laughs> just like i'm listening to myself and i'm thinking really but yeah, yeah really i don't, don't even know what that is but yeah yeah it clearly it clearly hurt minutes. you it, hurt it you. did it wounded I'm, me i'm looking it up right now i'm looking it up right now okay i i'll give a timestamp. i'll post that um, you can check that in the socials. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to our social media manager, oh. AKA Mark. <laughs> the, uh, uh, Drew, uh, check out my work. <laughs> he's, he's not gonna, he's not gonna listen to this. So. Right. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, oh shoot, I missed it. Oh yeah, go. I was just gonna say, I'm just on like 29.54 and the timestamps here. But yeah. like, what, what's that uh, cafe called? It's not, not the Talon, is it? The Talon's a theater. The theater. Yeah. I can't remember. But anyways, it's the Christmas lights there or something, right? Like, that's what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, it's as it, big as half their face. Isn't that like a, a J.J. Abrams thing? No, J.J. No? Abrams is Light Bloom. Oh, Light Bloom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Getting into the cinematography <laughs> stuff that's, here. That's the deep dive there. That's yeah. what you'll, That's what's expected. Yeah, weekly podcast. Exactly. All right, let's jump into some heroics here. Um, I, you know how I like to uh, take kind of a powers inventory for what Clark does, and I was happy to glad to add math skills to that <laughs> when he came in. Yeah, and was able <laughs> was able to calculate the uh, the debt of the Kent farm rather quickly i i didn't know that that was a superman skill but i was i was highly impressed by it yeah it was i guess one thing that was surprising to me was that clark he didn't flinch at how bad their situation was he was just really impressed with his math yes. skills I think. <laughs> <laughs> so i just thought that that was funny. i mean i was impressed i was impressed. oh yeah yeah me too i someone should fact check if he actually did that correctly. I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was a correct uh, addition. Um, I mentioned this earlier uh, around Chloe uh, and um, I guess one scene that stuck out for me that, you know, that I thought was rather heroic. I mean, she's, she's in a trio. She's the only woman there out of um, Clark and Pete. And they were, Pete made that joke about, well, why aren't you dating Chloe? And, she had that remark, like she's not someone to to test their skills out. Totally shut them down. Um, you know, I I can imagine she's probably out of the three, maybe left out at times. You know, obviously Clark and Pete got a broy thing going on. So uh, I really like that uh, she's she's very she knows who she is, and she's she's not afraid to 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 show that. You okay, Mark? <laughs> Mark is visibly. <laughs> I like how he's like, paused, but I can hear him still. <laughs> All right, Tim, maybe jump yeah, in on the heroes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, heroics. Uh, this uh, this week, I really liked Lex just pulling the wingman for Clark. Um, just not being, just being, uh, not being subtle about it, being unapologetic, saying that Lana is with the wrong guy. 
Um, I just thought that that was good. Again, because like the 20 year old Tim that was watching this uh, in the early knots was just like, yeah, go Clark. Go Bokeh. Um, <laughs> 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 hey. Um, and uh, and I guess the next thing is, uh, I just thought it was cool that Clark was putting on his superhero underwear um, when he had uh, when he saw that Jenna had uh, had died, uh, and he knew was up, and he totally forgot about his date um, with non-date. Lana. And what's that? It was a non-date. Non- non-date. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Not well. I like to call a spade a spade. <clears throat> yeah, but then it's like, you know. Uh, Lana's gonna get freaked out if you call it a date. That's true. It's that's, true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the chat. Go, Marco. Uh, uh, <laughs> credit. Um, you know what? Uh, heroics, right? I think a lot of you guys mentioned stuff already that I totally agree with. Uh, one of the things, you know, uh, as we're doing this rewatch, uh, you know, I think it, it was any kind of show that you go back and rewatch, like a movie or a TV show like we are right now, um, I, I kind of ask myself, like, what was I thinking? Thinking that this was so cool. And now I'm like thinking it's like, so dumb. And, uh, but you know, when I do rewatch these things, now I'm looking for some sort of deeper meaning, uh, especially like in my time right now. But back then, I was probably like, the most heroic thing that Clark could do right now is muster up the courage to ask out Lana. Because there's probably a time where I was like, when I was 20, crushing on some girl, and I couldn't muster up that courage. I needed like a Lex Luthor to be my wingman. I need a bunch of wingmen. Um, but, you know, the one other thing that I saw here was that uh, regardless of his personal uh, goals, he ended up having to set that aside for uh, to save his friend, Chloe, who he is not paying attention to the way he is paying attention to Lana. And would I have done that? Probably not. <laughs> um but you have to remember they're teenagers so it's yeah yeah. right but uh yeah i thought that was pretty heroic and like clark to to do what he did so yeah it's it's pretty good is it me uh (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna jump to uh our villains uh creeper moments uh, it's not you, Mark. No, uh, it's Tim. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll intro the segment. We're talking about yeah. villains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the villainous parts of this episode. I, I just want to. Um, I, I thought the worst villain in this episode was actually Whitney. Now hear me out. Hear me out. Um, so Whitney, first of all, he didn't check on Sean after he threw the football at him. Like you said, Mark, the only reason why Sean is like that is because Whitney threw the ball out and then wasn't a bro and he had to fall through the ice. Um, and so that was one thing. And then another villainous move. Well, this was, I don't hold this again against Whitney. He's in high school. and uh, But he double booked himself. That is 
that is like yeah not boy material no no but like high school boyfriend material maybe but that's but would it depend on what the pay-per-view was yeah if it was like manny pacquiao versus anyone yeah that good point jess good as a filipino you probably like that would be a priority yeah yeah you're right you're right nah not me man i'm going to metropolis oh okay okay (laughs) (laughs) but but like but he didn't okay so he didn't even because in the evening he was free because he drove lana right right? yeah and he went to the cafe yeah no but i guess now thinking about this i'm just riffing here but Whitney should have suggested Radiohead. Like, why didn't he know that Radiohead was playing in Metropolis? Because he's a jock. Yeah, he probably doesn't like Radiohead. Okay. All right. But Radiohead playing in Metropolis. Anyway. But it was like building on his, like, it was like the show building on Whitney, like stacking the cards against Whitney. Like, basically, mm. you know what? He's He's a douchebag, you know quit him lana and listen to what right. i saying right but yeah i don't know they're teenagers yeah yeah no i forget that i, th- I think that they're like rational adults yeah. but this you is you expect too much from them yes exactly <laughs> uh villain wise for me like one sean is i don't know like there was this part where he's like this attractive like jock and I was like trying to put my lens on there and I was like, he ain't no Brad Pitt. <laughs> right? Ain't no Definitely not. right? I don't know. And I just uh, like, I was confused. I was like, I forgot about this episode. We we're talking about cool, you know, last week we're, you know, offline, we're talking about Mr. Freeze and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, he he's not making people cold. He is cold, and he needs to warm <laughs> from people, right? And I was like, "This is stupid. You're just basically a vacuum, right? <laughs> a heat vacuum. You're a heat vacuum, right?" And I was like, "This is a dumb, dumb villain, right? What, like the worst superpowers you could have." And then, like the little icicles around his eyes, like it was like, uh, like what do you? I don't know. It's like uh, pink eye, but like. <laughs> like, stupid. So, um, Someone farted on his pillow. <laughs> Bear butt. Yeah. Schwarzenegger came by and, like, you know, in his eyes. Um, nice to see you. <laughs> um, you know, and he also, I don't know, you guys catch this, but he was like asking girls like to go and see them. Like, he wasn't like. You know, he didn't he didn't want to molt mate and like eat like uh Mr. Bug there, but uh he was like calling them to like hang out and I'm like, Well, at least he's got he's asking for consent, right? Like Jenna did <laughs> Jenna did invite she him. Did. She, she yeah. did invite right? him. So I mean you know, at least he had the decency to like call before he was going to like suck the heat out of you. <laughs> you know, and he had good and he also had good taste in women because he was like, Marth, that's your mom, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> she 
she's hot. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just I hated this. He before. said he said what we were all thinking. <laughs> and what I'm always saying in these podcasts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I called him Ice Vampire, aka Dementor, uh, for his <laughs> sucking. Tim, remember when we were kids, we used to do, or your sister used to do, like the leech heat. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, when yeah, she yeah. was she, cold, she like, yeah, she would like she, uh, grab like your arm or something to leech yeah. your heat. Yeah. So or sometimes uh, she'd put her cold feet on yes. like you. Yeah, to, to get the heat. So um, I don't know if this was inspired by uh, <laughs> your sister's, sister's by your sister's <laughs> moves. Did she fall um, Bunsen Lake? Bunsen Lake? <laughs> What's the lake out in Ladner? Is there a lake out there? No, there's no. a ditch. There's a t- <laughs> in the frozen ditch. Um, and one thing to add to uh, Sean's bad guyness is... He still had Chloe's number written on his hand. So he had not washed his hands, <laughs> even though he was in water. And I guess he got remnants of the shower after he was breathing outside of Jenna's shower. So, like, I mean, in this time, you're not even washing your hands, right? You're That's like probably the one of the most villainous things you can do these days. He would definitely get the Rona. And I did, yeah. I did have a I did have a question um for like the teacher amongst us because i was a little confused at the scene where he's at the like electrical plant and he's he's holding on to the kind of the exposed wire i is electricity thermal heat i well i'll let mark who's the teacher feel this one (laughs) okay well this is what i'll tell you right when electricity passes through a human being, what 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 happens is, especially when you're an icicle, <laughs> the ice. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I actually did some research on this, and I'm gonna this week. Um, I'm gonna post a link on socials. I'll send this to our social media manager Andrew. Um, I think he got the job. I hope. It was a very rigorous process, but I'm going to send this to him so that he can post it. But there was this Reddit article that said, how conductive is the human body? And it basically said that it's not very conductive at all. And the reason why I say this is because the only reason that electricity gives heat is it is if it passes through a strong enough, um, uh, a strong enough insulator. Um, and so you notice this if you have, for example, uh, uh, like one of those old school stoves with a burner on it, they just, you pass through lots of electricity through it and it creates friction and the friction creates heat. Um, but no, uh, it should not create the amount of heat. Like I don't, did he suck up all the electricity? Like that doesn't make any sense. And it just seemed that's, that scene seems so out of place. Like all of a sudden he's like, oh, I see electricity. Yeah. I remember that it gives heat. Why didn't he just go to a volcano? Why didn't he just book it like a ticket? <laughs> Smallville's volcano. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, yeah. And he's he's in high school, so he probably wouldn't have money to go. to I wonder Hawaii. if it was to set up the generator scene. Yes, like, I think that was it. 
I think around the, the production table, they're like, how are we going to get him into Lex's house? Oh, Lex has a generator. Let's have him suck up all the electricity. Because <laughs> he is not only... Yeah. Did we answer the question? Uh, does it create heat? No, it doesn't create heat on, under these circumstances. But it can heat. It, it can, can be used heat. to power a heating source. But yes. electricity itself is not thermal. Yes. Yes. Guys, I just looked at our rating scale and it's just dropping. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing. Hold or edit. <laughs> edit the whole part. <laughs> so the villains. <laughs> that is the first and last science lesson that I'll give in this podcast. Well, yeah. It's it good will. you're not the teacher, Tim. Yeah, I know, Mark. Jeez, <laughs> throw me a bone here. All right, before we move on to the next section, let's just pause and talk about the heavy breathing outside of the outside of the curtain. Uh, rest rest in peace, Jenna. Uh, but yeah, that was that was super duper creepy. Yeah, rip. I don't know what to, I don't know what else to say. Did everybody just have that in their notes about shower curtain scene? Creeper? Yeah, I mean, I also thought it was quite forward of Jenna. I don't know what their their history was. But uh, yeah, that was, hey, join me in the shower. Man, high school kids. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little more tame in high school. Somebody asked me to come to the shower, I'd be like, can I wear my t-shirt and shorts? <laughs> Are you a, a never nude as well? Never nude. <laughs> oh, never nude. Uh, I, I don't That's know. Good times. Good That's times. Good times. I've read it. <laughs> All right, let's jump to our next section. Of course, this. Uh, Next section, we talk about the CGI or the music. There were a lot of effects here. Um, Do you have thoughts on it, Mark? Uh, You know, uh, I'm just wondering, is this kind of CGI super expensive to do? Like, I know, like, animation and whatnot can be timely and costly, but wouldn't it have been better just to build the set for, like, that frozen lake kind of deal? Because I felt like it was, it it was like, it was poorly done, and uh, <laughs> thought you know like couldn't you just uh, like when you fell through the ice you could tell it was like some sort of tank right? But I don't know. I just I, I couldn't buy it, and like you know the what is it the icicles around the eyes that whole um, the, ice, more, the more... icicles. <laughs> 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 if you're like two for two for like pun this uh podcast man uh it's, it's almost five years of being a dad yeah <laughs> ben doesn't understand these so it's just like a behind the floodgates yeah but uh no i don't really the the cgi this episode was was boring um I, I I wonder. First of all, that pool. Did you have a pool in Van Tech? You didn't. No. Okay. 
I'm wondering what what pool that was. Uh, but I, I don't know. I thought I was quite impressed with that pool scene. Uh, the pool scene where Sean is with Chloe and Chloe jumps in and then Sean smartly sucks up all the thermal energy from the pool. That's completely believable. A pool has a lot of thermal energy and to convert all that to ice, huge, huge. I, I, I promise this is the last science thing that I'll say in this episode. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, just because she swam to the edge and then all of a sudden it was solid and then Sean could walk on it. Someone on the production team, we'd love to have you as a guest just to talk through that because I thought that was a pretty cool scene. Um, why did why uh, did she swim through it? I don't, I'm trying to remember. She was following, like, was that flowers on the ground? Like what led her? Yeah, he was like, come, come inside, come, like there was flowers and he's like, come inside and it was the pool. Like he was, he was. But then why did she jump in to swim? She, no, she, she fell in. Yeah, oh, she, she fell, fell in. in. Okay. Yeah. And then she had to swim to the other side. Right. She, she got scared. She saw like a blue guy, right? <laughs> With icicles. With icicles. Icicles. Like dark blue lips. Right? Yeah. I would be scared too. Another thing that I was scared of is that Chloe had a gateway computer. I don't know if anybody caught this, but in the office, she uses an iMac. But then she had a gateway computer. The reason I say that is because when I sold computers, we only had one gateway. The rest were like compacts and HPs. And it was just a throwback to that. Um, Does gateway even exist anymore? No, they were acquired by Acer in 2007. I did I did deep dives for this. Wow. These notes, yeah. For Acer. your computer history content, also yeah. check out Guys Without Capes podcast. <laughs> or the spinoff, Nerds Without Capes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that exists already. I think so too. <laughs> um, for me, there was nothing else. I mean, we talked about the ice effects, um, music wise, uh, standing still by jewel, a classic kind of, uh, mm. poppy, Rocky poppy, uh, of the, of the nineties. So that it was a perfect song to definitely end the, the show. Um, but yeah, not, nothing else on that section for me. You know, uh, you, you probably need to. You should somebody. Maybe I'll keep track of this. But like, at the end of every episode of Smallville, maybe at least season one, they they make it pretty obvious that they they choose that like like whatever song for the end. Like it just, I don't know. It's like state the obvious for the 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 soundtrack, and I, I mean it was like appropriate, but at the same time. It's like sort of like cue the the angsty music to really make you feel what Clark's feeling. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they they are memorable because I think for the like the episodes we've we've talked about so far, we always mention the final song. Right? Yeah, lighthouse. <laughs> uh... <laughs> the calling jewel oh yeah the calling was one yeah. yeah so i mean you know take take out of that fact checkers get on that i i do want to ask this and i know i'm bringing it back to x-men because <laughs> 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 I, I like the crossovers but who had powers that had ice ice man ice ice man and what was his name 
don't know. Is that a trick question? No, I'm just like Iceman. Like you talking I, about Top Gun? Was that X Men? No, Top, Top Gun. Gun. Never mind. Cut for edit. I, I was, I, I'm losing. I'm losing my my. Robert Robert Drake. Robert Drake. No, nah, it's got nothing there. Never mind. Were you trying to make a connection? All right. No, yeah. Are you guys nice to see you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's do a bit of reflection on some of the bigger themes of the episode. Uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but uh, I was curious what you guys thought. Um, you know, we we learned a little bit, and Mark, you you mentioned it actually in the weakest parts. The uh, Lex and Jonathan. Um, you know, you, you talked about some of that mistrust and we, we learn a little bit of insight around where that, uh, comes from. Jonathan talks about Lionel, uh, being in Smallville and anybody who trusted, I guess, whether it was a partnership or something, Lionel ended up screwing. So Jonathan kind of took on that, um, you know, kind of that same, those same emotions or, or reactions to the Luther family as a whole, um. I was thinking about being in that situation where you could get bailed out and I'm assuming whatever Lex was offering, there wouldn't be interest on it. Of course, there would be a catch. I mean, Lex is obviously looking out for Lex as well, but he decides to go with the bank. How, I don't know. How would you guys have approached that situation? Uh, I mean, I can, I can see why Jonathan would want to, uh, stay away, right? And I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but uh, you know, I think I'd want to make it my own way. I mean, being proud, like being a proud farmer from Alberta, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, uh, my fellow my fellow farmers out there, uh, they're proud people, right? And uh, you know, just some city boy, especially some like a young playboy coming in trying to save your farm. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, hard, they're hardworking people. And I don't think I, like me, I, I don't, I don't want to take a handout. Um, especially with that history. Uh, but at the same time, I can see tr- maybe Lex is trying to rewrite history or trying to change his destiny by doing something different. Right. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's, it's interesting that you point that pointed, uh, point that out. Uh, because, yeah, I think one of the uh, one of the things that I thought that was genuine that came out of the like Lex's character was that when Clark saved him, when he pulled him out of the water, gave him new life, and um, I think this could have been if uh, I think if Jonathan had let Lex in, this could have been an inflection point in his trajectory to make him. I don't know, less villainous. Um, I, I'm just playing out the scenario in my head to see if the Lex that would have happened if Jonathan had, um, you know, accepted his offer for help. Um, would that have been different? Um, that it would just be an interesting thing, to, uh, an interesting uh, thread to to walk down. Um, so yeah, no, I think. But that's, John, Jonathan that's... eventually went to the bank. Yeah. So he did, I mean, take a handout, but it was from a different hand. And I think he did bring it up that he he knew where he stood with the bank. 
and maybe not so much with Lex, right? Right, where things would be a bit more transparent. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Probably. Or it's clear that, you know, obviously Lex has other intentions here. Um, I mean, we probably know it's to get closer to Clark, to kind of to solve that mystery of him surviving on the bridge, right? So I don't know if Jonathan knows that, or he probably just knows. I don't know how I can keep my the secret of my son if all of a sudden I'm I'm this close with the Luthers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any any other deeper thoughts uh, that you guys wanted to bring up? Uh, you know, the only thing I would say is, you know, we are five episodes in. We've been introduced to these Freak of the Weeks. And I kind of went ahead and I looked at what's coming up next. And um, it's sort of like we're we're losing some content here. But uh, next episode supposed to kind of turn, turn, you know, turn onto character arcs. And uh, I'm glad mm-hmm. because I think there's going to be more coming. And uh, but, you know, like these, they've they've kind of est- just done a good job of establishing okay clark is building his skills and you're starting to see lines in the like lines being drawn in the sand for you know what people are willing to do so um not really a deeper thought but i'm hoping people would hang in with us because i think it gets better uh from here on in like i think it you know i was listening to the pilot episode and we all kind of rated it pretty low and thankfully, because it's Superman, we are continuing forward. And I think, like, if this trend continues with just these Freak of the Weeks and, like, really no connection, connecting points, um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably, like, tune out. But uh, thankfully, we're, we're, we're turning a corner here. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm actually, I, I kind of even went further to when, like, well, I, I won't go into it, but I'm, like, this series actually has a lot of really good like moments. It's just, we had to get kind of past these stupid villains, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like, like, I mean, right now the most interesting person is Lex Luthor because, you know, he, we know what's happening. Well, we know like his ultimate demise, right. And like, we know what Clark's doing, but, uh, you kind of like wanting to root for Lex to see if he can do something different, right? But, mm-hmm. uh, or, or is there like an alternate, like, you know, what was that, like, choose your own adventures? Like, go yeah. to page 56 or page 35. And if, like, maybe Jonathan had given him a chance, oh. or, you know, it's weird that he, um, did I, uh, I don't know. I just think, like, it's Mark there. Yeah, I, I hear him. Oh, okay. His video. Yeah, I think I'm. I don't know if my connection's really poor today. Oh. I don't know what's going on, but uh, I can hear you. Okay. Oh, can you? Okay. Yeah, I just. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what I think the just the point that I want to give up. I know it's kind of long winded, but is uh, if Jonathan had kind of mentored Lex, that would have been pretty awesome, because maybe it would have changed the the direction for Lex in the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I get you there. Um, yeah, no, I, I think this is um, this format of the freaks of the week 
um, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, wasn't it until like when Lost came out and then they had just arcs, like story arcs that span different episodes, there wasn't that much of that in, uh, in television. Uh, I'm just trying to remember what TV was like back in the, the early, uh, the early knots. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I'm with you, Mark. I think that um, the the format of having freaks of the week, um, like it, it's getting old. Even five, like the, realistically, we've only had four episodes aside from the pilot, and so um, so yeah, I, I think I'm looking for more. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I think for me, one of the reasons why, and I'm just trying to put myself into the my own shoes back then. Uh, one of the reasons why I watched the series so much is because I wanted, um, I don't know, I identified with Clark as a teenager in um, like having a crush. I don't remember who my crush was back in, in those days. It might have been my wife because we uh, went to school together. Are Good you listening save. to this, Good save. Good save. Are you listening to this? Yep. Shouting you out. Um, love of my life. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I think that was part of it. And I think... Um, I think I remember feeling uh, back then when it started to do these multiple arc things or multiple episode arcs that I was just like, wow, this is really cool. And so uh, looking forward to that. But just to end off my deeper thought here, is that lake, speaking of deep, is that lake perpetually frozen? And if so, why aren't people asking questions about perpetually frozen lake? Come on. (laughs) Let's try to. I I don't I don't think it's perpetually frozen. So it was just frozen until he died, Sean. No, I think it was frozen just because it was winter. No, no, no. Like when he threw when Clark threw Sean into the lake, it wasn't frozen, and then it became frozen, right? Because oh. he sucked up all of its energy. Is it forever frozen? Wow, I, I got what you're saying, Tim. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. I get it. Okay, see, that's deep. Could be. Could be. If it was a deep lake. <laughs> I think it was called like, uh, it wrote it down. In my oh head. yeah. Crater Lake. Crater, crater, crater lake. lake. Yeah. Yeah. So it might've been, Oh, the crater that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Deep. deep. Maybe. That was actually pretty deep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a, I have a few just kind of like, I, I didn't know where it, it fit in. Um, uh, in terms of uh, Lana reading Doctor Zhivago, and uh, for those, the only are, thing I know about that that book, you're good. I know what you're gonna say <laughs> the 98 degrees song, <laughs> like Doctor Zhivago. All my yes. love, I'll be sending. Oh, yes, yeah. he. Uh, it's a story of a man who's torn between two women. As part oh. of the, I mean, there's many characters in it, but but that's part of it. So of course, kind of reflection on. Lana here. Um, Can anything I else in deeper that, thoughts? That, that scene with Pete where he plays it off like he slipped up uh, when he was talking to Lana. I forget what he said, but basically it was sort of, uh, you know, he he said something, oh man, I can't remember, but it was like uh, he wouldn't do that to you, Lana, because he 
like cares about you so much and then he kind of was like, oh sorry and then walked away oh yeah 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 and no something like, about the most important thing in the world yeah and yeah, yeah. yeah you're right and then i was like super smooth pete or like <laughs> or was he just like oh man i'm such a dumbass and i should have said that right and i was like man that was probably the best wingman moment for for clark uh, yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, he got a he got a limo out of it so yeah it's true yeah. Uh, and then like lex so i thought this was pretty funny i know it's not deeper thought but lex bringing hot chocolate to winnie whitney and lana at the mansion yeah yeah that was even funny. with whip yeah yeah i'm like playboy millionaire bring <laughs> brings hot chocolate to the two teenagers but then he ends up dropping a little sorry about your date to lana yeah and when like Clark's got all the support, man. Totally. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, it's funny. It's like, we're finally getting into like Clark getting some balls, like some super balls here to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, at the end he's like, why are you even like, you know, with, with Whitney. Right. And uh, it just kind of remind me of like Jim Halpert, you know, like he's, he's that underdog you're rooting for. And I, I, I'll be honest. I get sucked into those storylines a lot because I, I, I always hope for the underdog in those kind of situations. And uh, mm-hmm. nobody in this podcast today ever mentioned about the, well, she's, she's not married. Yeah, I, I said it. He, he took the, yeah, I said Clark was imposing the no ring fair game rule. Uh, oh, like in your notes. Oh, in my notes. Yeah. Oh, in, sorry. Okay. Or maybe it was just when my connection was bad and didn't hear it. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I heard it, Jess. <laughs> Do you think when um, when Sean was uh, sucking the heat out of Clark, <laughs> he had blue balls? He <laughs> uh, should have gone like supernova. That's like Kryptonian heat. Can he That's go supernova? Heat. But he gets like Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Latino. R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rip. Rip in peace. Wait, is he dead? Yeah. Yes. Eddie Just G. Testing. Just testing you guys. Your WWE. What about Chavo Guerrero Jr.? Okay, that's a different podcast now. <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, two more quick things. I know we all had it in our notes, but. Um, you know, our foreshadowing Superman piece. Uh, yeah, what uh, what was the quote that Chloe said to Clark? Um, Blue's a good color on you. Blue's a good color on you. Wow. <laughs> Just so subtle, Smallville. But do you associate <laughs> Superman with blue or do you associate him with red? I think it's a combination of blue, red, and yellow. I know, right. but like when you think Superman, what color first do you think of? I think of like the black suit post his death. When oh, he had like the one. black and the silver. Like the lightning uh, S? S. But no, it was like silver S. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Because I always associate Superman with red because it was cape. The cape. Yeah. yeah. But never and the blue underwear. Blue. So. Blue yeah. balls. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Yeah. Did anybody notice, like, in the end, in the hallway, the guy with the Rice Eda t-shirt? No. 
<laughs> I'll have to no. find the timestamp of it. But there's a guy like, and he's wearing like one of those uh, like rice farmer hats uh, on a t-shirt, and I'm just like, yeah, you would probably wear that in the early 2000s, but now it's like, you, like it's bad taste. You wouldn't. Was it the guy? Because I did catch a 1531 timestamp. The first Asian, Asian student guy. spotted in Smallville. Any relation yeah, it, to that? It might be. I'll have to take a look at it. But uh, again, uh, I'll send this to our social media manager, uh, Andrew, and you can post that on our socials. Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> wow. How many tracks do you have? Because <laughs> his truck got destroyed again. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he has the worst luck with cars. Isn't his last name Ford? Whitney Ford? Fordman. Fordman. No, that's a guy from the stuff. Oh, yeah. Fordman. Fordman it is. Is it Fordman? Yeah. You're thinking that 70s show. Yeah, but he drives a Chevy. Oh, okay. Not, oh, so yeah. there's no, he's not a Ford man at all. <laughs> or a Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right, guys. It sounds like we should be... uh... One more thing. Okay, (laughs) Okay, go. Uh, Okay, go. Um, We actually see a victim of the Freak a Week, like a a follow-up, or at least closure. There was Chloe staring at her picture, like memorial, and it was like, could have been me kind of deal. But Uh... yeah, think about like all the victims, like... Uh, Tina's mom. Nobody like nobody said anything, right? Um, Bug boy. Bug, Bug boy's mom. mom. Uh, who else? Who else died because of freak? Uh, the hothead, the coach of like thirty years. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's right? no memorial. So there's a little bit of like a follow up there, which is kind of cool, but yeah. All right, it's the time everybody's been waiting for. Uh, our episode ratings. Uh, ratings. Um, Mark, you're um, taking this one first. Uh, I'm in the middle, and uh, I, I'd have to say it's a six and a half for six and a half capes, just because, and it rates so high only because of character progression here, basically. Uh, nothing about this episode really earns my six and a half capes. It's all about moving forward and hopefully we start getting into the arcs next episode uh yeah i'm uh five seven this is this was lower than the pilot for me uh i mentioned i did like the character stuff but in terms of pushing the story forward i wasn't i wasn't too wowed by it Mm. And then lastly, for me, 6-8. So the second lowest, aside from the pilot for me. Um, Again, I I guess I echo uh, my colleagues' statements. Um, And uh, and yeah, just looking for something new, really, and this episode. um, Though it did give some tidbits, it just didn't meet, I guess, the expectations that I had in my head. Cool. Well, thanks everybody for joining us for another week, Smallville. Uh, next week, 
please join us uh, as well. We will be looking at Hourglass, um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, if you haven't checked out our social media, please give us a follow on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Our handle is Guys Without Capes. Um, and please send us your questions on there or comments about the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Um, of course, we don't cover everything, so if we missed anything that you thought was important, let us know. Uh, anything else, guys? No, just appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we're averaging about 50, 50 plus minutes. So really thank you for listening and joining every week. Yeah, what Mark said. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, I guess I'm speaking for all of us, but we really like making this content and it's a cool excuse for us to get together. And um, as part of the process, get to share with you uh, what we talked about so thank you oh you new, episodes, new episodes drop every saturday at 3 p.m pacific 4 p.m mountain cool Peace. see you, see you next week, week. chill <laughs> 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 <laughs>